Hello and welcome to the APW Property Pod, episode 17. Who'd have thought it? Today, we are speaking with Joe Billingham, founder and chairman of Prosperity Property. Um, alongside myself and Joe, we have in the hot seat, as usual, Stuart Williamson. Stuart, how are you? Hey, I'm looking forward to hearing from Joe because he is a, a long-term player in the uh, expat property market. And um, I've worked with him for nearly 16, 17 years. And based on that, you know, that's why we use companies that we're used to working with because they have a long-term track record and they do have things like the safety nets that you need to do off-plan building, which we can go into. Yeah. But uh, anyway, that's from me. And now you, Callum? Yeah, and I, I think that's great. I mean, um, why don't we say hello to Joe? Joe, how are you? Hello. Thanks for having me on. <laughs> hey, thanks for, thanks for coming on. We were just doing a bit of an intro an intro on you, um, and we were just having a in our pre-show uh, conversation, we were talking about what should we talk about, and I was saying that it would be great having two stalwarts of the property game. Joe, you've been in property close to 30 years. Stu, you've been in property for a bit more than that. So um, it'll be a great chance to pick your brains on, you know, the basics, some, some mistakes you've made, things you've learned, um, and then hear a bit more about the business, Joe. So um, what do we reckon? Yeah, that sounds good. good. Yeah, I think first thing I'd like to point out is that whereas I have become the Gandalf of property, <laughs> I get older and older and older. Gandalf the Joe, White now, not even Gandalf the Grey. Gan- yeah, Gandalf the White. I am Gandalf, no, Gandalf the Many Coloured. Uh, um, whereas yeah. Joe is the Benjamin Button of property in oh, every time uh, i see him he's getting younger it's just the lighting <laughs> it's the um, lighting yeah no, no it's one of, the, one of the other wizards the radagash the brown or whatever i don't know but um yeah it doesn't doesn't get they don't get older though do they you know in in so well, they're old to start with so well, yeah sorry start. sorry to get quite nerdy here but you know gandalf's like 800 years old so um mm. anyway he must be one of the kids he must have been younger at one stage Obviously. <laughs> anyway, so we we, we we digress. So okay. property will sorry, did you did you have a question or no? I said okay. carry on, we digress. Okay, well Joe, um, you know, why don't we start um uh like we did on our video? Why don't um you perhaps firstly just tell us a little bit because um not everyone watches the video, you know, some people prefer, prefer podcasts. So why don't you just quickly tell us a bit about um prosperity and how you are helping you know uk-based and international investors buy property and get involved in property and then if we rewind and you can tell us a, a bit about how you got started in property just so people can see uh, the progression of the journey okay so uh prosperity we are currently the largest homegrown developer in birmingham uh, and that um, culminates in, we've typically got around 1,200 units in, in pipeline, so uh, which is pretty much where we are as of today. So these can be apartment schemes. Uh, we take a national approach. So we've got developments from Birkenhead to Southend with a concentration in Birmingham City Centre. Uh, we've also got uh, new homes, which launched earlier this year, which was our first uh, sort of major site for new homes, which is 300 homes in uh, Norfolk, um, down the market. 
so yeah, so that's a as, as a as a sort of you know where we are as of today, a sort of uh, fully fledged developer. There's also uh, wealth within the business, prosperity wealth, which interacts. It's the interface between the developer and our clients, uh, IFAs, wealth managers. So that's really the uh, you know the touch point for clients. And um, we've got a mortgage business and a lettings and management business. So typically. 76 plus percent of clients that start out their journey with prosperity developments are managed long term through Lamont and Co. Uh, uh, lettings and management business. Uh, shall I do a bit of a rewind to where it all started? Was that yeah, the second that, part? Of I think if I, if I could just in, no, no, it's about time I talked because I haven't talked for some minutes. Okay, <laughs> you know, you, you can't go. More than a few minutes without talking about uh, something. Well, see, the air goes in and in and in, and slowly I get bigger and bigger and bigger. And unless I let words out, they're like a <laughs> explode. <laughs> so, but I'll point out, you see, the very fact we have Joe here today is a a great point about prosperity situation. They might be the biggest builder in Birmingham um, or wherever else it is, but the point is you can still get him on side, come and do talks like this, whereas Lord Wimpy or Lord Taylor Woodrow, or whatever they are, they wouldn't be doing this. And that's a, that's a that's a point for our clients, is I always say, if there's an issue, you can always go to Joe with it, and he is, you know, the horse's mouth, or the whatever the word is. Yeah. You know, he's the person where the buck stops, and you can get him like this. So there we are. So anyway, so where did it all start, Joe? Where did it all first go wrong for that's, you? So sorry, that's a good point, though, isn't <laughs> it, you know? Um, and, you know, prior to COVID, you were what out in... Um, every quarter out in Hong Kong, Singapore, Dubai, meeting our clients face-to-face. So I think that's very true, you know, you, despite the fact that you're a very, very large builder and developer now, you still put in the client-facing time, which is important, I think. So, sorry, go on. Back to I, I, I think so. And I think we, we, we touched on it in, the, uh, in, the, in the, the video call earlier on. Where I think it's, it's about that equilibrium, isn't it? So if we are currently producing 600 units a year, uh, that's obviously not as big as a PLC. But, uh, but, you know, decent numbers all the same. But I think there's that, you know, do you grow the business purely on numbers or do you kind of keep with your original um, fundamentals of the business and the culture of the business, which is very much you know, still knowing everyone's name in the business and, you know, who's working on site, interacting with clients, uh, working closely with clients, introducers. I think that's a, you know, a key, key strength. I think one thing, though, one thing, and I'll, I'll speak again because now my turn to do it, is that... <laughs> Rather than calling them units, Joe, you should call them homes. Homes, you know? yeah, for sure. Yeah, I've tried yeah. to do that with the Broad Oaks thing. I tried to say this is house number, whatever, rather than yeah. plot or unit. So that yeah. you know you start starting to get a buy-in on that sort of thing. Yeah, is- no, you're right, definitely. And I do talk about homes. Uh, I try to use I, yeah, I was drifting into um, commercial land then a bit, talking about units. Yeah. units i think it helps with certainly with the freehold stuff doesn't it you know because they are yeah. they are going to be someone's home as is a unit but as it sorry yeah, yeah. as is a flat um, yes but what happens if you mention homes too much around Callum? he thinks you're talking about the home office computer where his records are kept with the police yes <laughs> um i mean i've never actually been in trouble with the police uh maybe once when i was younger i was 17 i, I went out drinking and i took my brother's passport with me and um, okay. they questioned they questioned that because when you're that age, you know the passport pictures are taken at you know when you're ten or twelve years old. So him at ten or twelve could have been me at seventeen. <laughs> and uh, 
<laughs> did you and did you actually did you get into the bar that you were looking to get into? Yeah, yeah, no, I got in, I got in, but they, oh, okay. uh, they just wanted to uh, question, you know, they were like, okay, you know, what's going on here? Because we were a youth team, youth rugby team. And so, you know, technically the oldest person's 18, you know, 16 to 18. So most of you are under 18. But anyway, go on. So where, where it started, Joe, um, one thing I wanted to ask you on the video that we didn't actually have time to do is um, if you could go back differently, is if you go back as only you do differently, you know, did you have a positive or a negative experience? Perhaps a negative one because you learn, from, learn more from those, I feel. Um, that you would have changed or done differently or has it all gone, you know, uh, according to plan? Um, I think that, I think the, the, the fundamentals of buying the property, I wouldn't say that I'd kind of do that any differently. So the, the backbone of, you know, the portfolio buying houses, not all of them have been the best houses, you know, or, and typically I do kind of end up with the sort of run to the litter sometimes because I'll, I'll end up with the units that maybe, you know, aren't sold or, you know, <laughs> sort of certainly, uh, you know. And we'll come and raid, raid some of your units for our clients sometimes as well. So, yeah. So, um, but yeah, I think so, I think, you know, but most of my uh, experiences would be more so, um, I suppose, just, just relating to sort of, you know, experience of late, which might be either planning or buying sites without planning and then how long it takes to get planning. And sometimes, you know, buying sites with planning is, you know, better. Um, I think that um, one, it's something I'm not sure whether you, you're coming onto this anyway, Callum, but the, the question over interest only repayment, I think if I was doing it all again, I'd, I'd have everything on repayment because that is my, um, I'm a big advocate for, you know, paying down the debt and then just owning an income-producing asset unencumbered. So I think, and you look back, 10 years goes quickly, 20 years goes quickly, and you yeah. kind of look back on stuff that you've got interest only and think, you know what, for the difference, you know, that would be paid off today if I'd have, uh, if I'd have gone repayment. So is that, is yeah. that what, sorry. Go it's on. the same in the effect of inflation as well. I mean, the effect of inflation, you know, it sooner yeah. rose the debt and yeah. you're earning more, one would hope you'd earn more money every year. And so it soon does what seems like a king's ransom, you know, when you're a kid, when you're a bit older, it's like, wow, yeah. it's hardly anything. Uh, so you're right. I agree completely on that. So Callum, you, you, you remember that young man. Okay. Well, this is it. You know, this is something I've been, you know, Joe, again, just reference our video again. It's such a good bit of content, that video, people need to go and watch it. But, um, you know, talking about the Cardiff or the Valley's house, you know, uh, interest only or repayment, you know, interest only gives a little bit of extra income now, but really what's an extra 300 quid a month versus actually having the thing paid off, you know? So I think um, sure. it's taking that long term. So is that from you? Is that from experience? Have you got to a point where you've, you know, it's, it's gone 15, 20 years and you've not paid the mortgage off or you've not paid the debt off and you, you've got to that point and you thought, well, I wish I actually had had that on repayment because I'd be in a much better place now. Yeah. So I think, you know, as we touched on, we, you know, I've been, the fundamentals haven't changed with my strategy. You know, it's, it's, it's buy prop, put a deposit down, buy a property and then let it pay for itself over time. So I think that just reflecting on if you, if I go all the way back to, you know, when I first started, that's probably, you know, on, on a sort of mission to buy as many houses as possible, um, you know, gearing some of them on a on an interest only basis you know that's fine to start with and i think certainly there is a point where you might just sort of amass the, the units on an interest only but, but, but 
quite quickly um, and within a couple of years at, at worst should get them onto a, a repayment method because as I say that's 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 the real sort of icing on the cake really yeah you, you can hold a property and sell it for more in 10 years time or 20 years time but you know the, the, the real the real return is if you can get that property paid for by its own income whilst it's appreciating uh, you know let, let appreciation do its thing let inflation do its thing and then you'll you know you're, you're holding a you know, an asset that's index linked um, and then your debt seems very small. And then obviously if you've managed to pay that down as well, it's even smaller. Very true. I agree with that. You know, Sage words, I think. You do, you know, in doing what we do, you meet all sorts of people, you know, some who've done very well, made lots of money and then some who haven't. And I think the majority of it is down to discipline. You know, if you have the discipline of, taking out a capital repayment mortgage, then although it may be easier to do interest only, I think the discipline of saving that bit extra creates more discipline in your life. And as um, as Jocko Willink, as Jocko Willink says, discipline equals freedom. Oh, you've got one of them. Are, are you... <laughs> <laughs> I bought that with great. I've read it, but I now use it um, as a um, as a drinks holder on the side of my sofa. But um, right, good. But it's good true. <laughs> but you read it. That's the moment. I've, I've read it. Yeah, and it's very true, though. I mean, yeah. Well, as you can tell, I haven't because it's still not not broken yet. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's um, it's true. D- discipline, discipline does equal freedom, or as he likes to put it, it gives you the freedom to then. To, to then have the choice, right? You know, saving the cash then gives you the freedom to have the choice further down the line. Um, yep. It's the whole point, as I say. You know, just speaking to a lady and she was saying, you know, she's 57, you know, she, she's got to make a choice now of a head or a heart decision. Is it another property where she'd like to live where she's from and it would be very nice and perhaps be a home in the future? Or can she knuckle down for another five years, have a discipline, come out at the end with a good value property that we can then liquidate plus an extra savings and bang it into a really nice home because imagine if you come to 65 and you've got to live in a caravan i mean i mean obviously i do live in a caravan so i'm you know i'm a perfect example of Mm. what not to do but you know that's what you don't want to be at you don't want to be sitting there going god i can't afford to go and buy my maserati because i've blown all my money or i can't afford to have fish and chips on saturday night because of that the saving the discipline doing capital repayment creates that wealth which you will need later yeah definitely. and i think well even if you talk about you know general cost of living it's you know it's, it's essential isn't it so even if it's not you know maserati and a ferrari or a yacht you know they, these you know even just sort of to have that base income you know to be able to live a nice life mm-hmm. maslow's yeah. hierarchy of needs and right cal what maslow's well, hierarchy of needs brilliant i was hoping you'd bring that in yeah so it's if your physical needs first isn't it so um your shelter, your food, your water, that sort of stuff. And then you move up the chain and it's, it's physical, then it's shelter, then it's society, Spiritual. acceptance, yeah, that sort of thing. And then yeah, yeah, yeah. one more. And then at the top, you've got self-actualization, which is, you know, realizing who you are and what your position is. But you've got to put them in place in that order. And it starts with the basics that humans need, food, shelter, property, taking care of your basic needs with a basic income and then you can move up the chain and um actually read an article it was in i think it might have been the telegraph this morning or yesterday talking about the 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 minimum you need to live 
going out once a month with one holiday in the UK uh, with a Netflix subscription in the UK. And it was just over 10,000 quid. Um, I don't think that would have been taking into, taking into account accommodation, right? Um, but 10,000 10, quid every, every what? Every year, 10,000 quid. Um, well, that, must be pretty, that must be a pretty basic lifestyle. Well, well, this is it. So it's one staycation for 10 days in the UK. So you're not going overseas. It's eating out somewhere once a month, but then aside from those your luxuries, Netflix then is your is your is your main luxury. <laughs> right. um, so um, well, they, they, I think they did one also on, and we published this in our uh, market wrap. It was about where are the most expensive and least expensive places to retire, and then the cheapest place is Nottingham, where you can retire with a pot of about two hundred and fifty grand, and if you're drawing five percent off it, then that will give you enough to live on a year. Whereas in London, it was £480,000 and draw your 5%. And he'd still be living on the on the borderline, but you needed twice as much in one than the other to show the disparity of it. But even that is just grubbing. It's not having a proper lifestyle. And, you know, when you retire, it's a case of what you want to take up, not what you want to give up. Yeah, not when you give up, definitely. That's it. But, you, you know, it's like they say, with, you know, with discipline, you pay the price either way, don't you? You know, you, you, yeah. you pay, you, you've got the discipline to do it the right way or you pay the price because you've done it the wrong way. But either way, you pay the price. Yeah. Yes. And uh, and that's the whole oh God, the delayed gratification thing, isn't it? You either pay the price now or you pay the price later and you get the immediate gratification. You know, so that I think is goes hand in hand with, you know, a lot of what's going on in society at the moment, guys. This isn't even a property podcast <laughs> anymore. Come on, give us. Have you got any property questions, or is this just a, like sort of a philosophy? Uh, <laughs> um, look, I did have some property questions, but I think what I think actually there's a lot more that people can take from that conversation in hearing people that have, um, you know, spent the years building businesses and building portfolios and learning for themselves. You know, I think there's more. To, to, to be taken from that um, then perhaps asking you direct property questions, to be honest. Um, yeah. You know, I think discipline basics, be involved in property because you've, you've got to be involved in it to reap the rewards and um, build it up over the long term. Fundamentals. That's it. Uh, all the, get all the fundamentals in place. Um, Definitely. And get if, started. You get, if you can't get all the fundamentals in place, just get going. Get you know? going. If you yeah. wait for all the stop signs to be green before you set off to work, Cal, how long would it take you to get there? Well, you'd never get there, would you? Never get there. Never, 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 never. So never. you've got to have, you've got to set off. And sometimes sometimes the lights will be red. I mean, what if you never took a risk, you know? Okay. Uh, all right. Well, I think... We, 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 we touched on this earlier, didn't we, Callum? And I think you you were sort of saying, what's your ultimate, if you had to say one one thing as a, as a strategy... Get started, get underway. I mean, you know, as I said, when I was 18, buying my first property, people told me that's not a good thing to do. Um, you know, we said, you know, you've had the the US election, Brexit, um, yeah. you know, before, UK election, we had clients saying, oh, yeah. well, I don't care who gets in, I just want an election resort before I actually buy something. Uh, you know, COVID. And, and throughout all of these times that were reasons supposedly not to invest in property, the market has carried, carried on plowing away. Because the fundamentals of housing shortage remain, uh, and, and, and material cost, labour cost from this side of the fence 
you know, the market certainly, you know, from a demand perspective, is only still going one way in the UK. Yeah, that's it. Absolutely. I think that's exactly it. There's always, always, always reasons not to and reasons not to get involved. But I think fundamentally, you know, it's um, it's a great thing to do. And I think what would I think we'll leave it there, guys. I think we um, I think that's a good, powerful, short, thirty-minute podcast that people can take a lot from. Um, I'll certainly be listening to it when I need a bit of motivation um, <laughs> next time round. <laughs> Uh, right. If you've got any property questions, Callum, feel free <laughs> to do another one. Yeah, well, we'll, I think perhaps we should do another one that's more focused on property. Um, but we'll also, you know, we'll, we're trying to get a date. I think I've got it on my calendar here. I think we're looking at the first week of November to do a seminar webinar with you guys, um, which will be very much more focused on, you know, how you guys are helping people and property specific. So, um, yeah, we'll be doing that. Any questions, guys, get in touch with us. Follow Joe's YouTube, follow the Prosperity uh, social medias and stuff. Any closing comments, gents? Anything you'd like to add? Well, on that bombshell, it's back to Joe Billingham. Thanks. Well, thanks for having me on. Hopefully there was, uh, you know, I think I've took something from that as well. And it certainly reminded me of the uh, fundamentals, as we yeah. say. So, uh, yeah, it was great. I think I think it's great, and I, I honestly do think that um, people starting out can take an awful lot from that, from listening to um, to say it again. Someone that has been there, so thank you very much, Joe. Appreciate it, and hopefully we can do it again uh, before the end of the year. Definitely, good to see you guys. Ledge, cheers, gents. Ta-da. Take care. Bye bye. Bye bye.